You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Week two here, uh, Filthy Fantasy Football Show. King Josh, Josh the King with Big Rome. Just what's uh, going on? Yeah, man. So it's uh, Saturday morning, Friday, or I'm sorry, Saturday, September nineteenth, twenty twenty. Just um, so we had some football on Thursday night. Um, actually, wasn't a ba- it was actually an entertaining game for Thursday night game. It was actually pretty entertaining. Um, Dude, it was really fun. I was expecting, I kind of was expecting a little bit of fireworks, finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think it, they delivered. They delivered, which was good to see from a, from a good old Baker Mayfield, right? He's our, he's our doormat yeah. so far in this league. I mean, in terms, he of, played well. in terms of fantasy production, it's not that great of a game with only 219 yards, two touchdowns. But, I mean, it was nice to see him getting on the same page with Odell Beckham Jr., the running game looked fantastic. I mean, granted, it looked so good. Granted, Cincinnati's not not the best of defenses, but what I really was impressed with was Joe Burrow actually looked kind of legit. I mean, you know, he had he. Th- I mean, granted, he threw sixty one times. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I actually have a fun stat here. In last night's game alone, Joe Burrow threw the football more in this last game than Jimmy Garoppolo threw in the entire 2019 playoffs. <laughs> God dang it. Yeah. But, oh, Jimmy. Yeah, but, but Joe Burrow, you know, 316 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, he, he had that stupid fumble where he was trying to call timeout. I mean, that was a rookie mistake. I, I don't think that's going to be like an every game occurrence type deal. And then, you know, he also he got sacked, was it, two, three times. All of those probably could have been avoided. You know, he's trying to extend the play. But you know, like, welcome to the pros, kid. This isn't college. I mean, that, yeah, exactly. That that exactly. shit that but shit you worked. Know, yeah, I was I was impressed watching him. You know, he he steps up in the pocket really well for a rookie. Yeah, me me. I mean, he will find a way. He will find a way out of trouble, just slightly, just enough to where he opens up more time that he can look downfield, and his eyes are always seeming to be downfield. He doesn't want to run. He runs kind of as a last resort, which is kind of crazy because he's really mm-hmm. pretty good at it. Yeah. Might be partly like the best part of his game. But I'm watching him last night, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm looking at the stat line going, God, he probably should have thrown for more yards. Oh, yeah. 316 seems light considering he threw the ball 61 fucking times. I know. I mean, but which is insane to me. But to me, just but, just some of the touch that he had on, like especially that that Tyler Boyd touchdown pass, or even that first touchdown pass he threw. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To um, Uzama, I mean, God, mm-hmm. the touch on it just looked great. And and I think, I mean, I I would definitely be interested in having Joe Burrow on my bench in redraft. Definitely want him in dynasty. Hell yes. Because I, I think he's going to – I mean, and then, you know, if you're in like a two-quarterback league or a super flex league, I would definitely have interest in that. But, I mean, I, I think Joe Burrow, I mean, looks like we have the next, you know, maybe not – I don't want to say like superstar, but definitely, a, you know, a, a, 
somewhere between the quarterback 15 and, and 21, 22 every week now. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I think he's uh, he's definitely getting into fantasy relevance. But moving on to the same – on the same team, I think it's really kind of a downer for Joe Mixon. Oh, terrible uh, game. It's been really tough watching him these first two games kind of going – most people spent a first-round pick on this kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're expecting returns. And at this point, I don't know, man. I'm breaking this down kind of going 61 throws. They weren't down by that much. No. The, the Why game, the in game the was world are close. they throwing it 61 times? Yeah. But that's where it's kind of like, are they losing faith in, in Mixon? Well, I mean, there were a couple runs there where Mixon actually looked really good. He looked like... That, that star running back that he we know that he can be. But, I mean, yeah. that O-line was not giving him much to work with. And then kind of like you said, I mean, he had 16 carries, which isn't bad, and he had four targets and four receptions. But, I mean, you're going to throw the ball 61 times, but you only run it like 17 to 21 times, I think, or something like that. It's just the, the numbers don't look good for Mixon's output and – like, like, let's say, okay, hypothetically, you're a Mixon owner. Would you be inter- Would you be shopping him, or would you be holding him? Like, what would? What? I, I think I'd still be holding him because I only want to shop him if he's doing good. You're not going to get the return of a first round. See that? That's the problem. You know what I'm saying? If someone in in one of our leagues was like, "Hey, I'll give you Joe Mixon for X player," I'd be like, "Nah." <laughs> you'd be like, you'd be like, and yeah, like add yeah. some other people to this mix. I mean, the, the only po- um. you know, but on the other side, God, Nick Chubb, Cream Hunt, great games. Twenty-two carries, hundred twenty-four yards, two touchdowns for Chubb. Ten carries, Dude. eighty-six yards in the touchdown, and that catching touchdown by by Hunt. I mean, I was getting a chubby cunt all all night. <laughs> I mean, just watching that, watching that team go. It just, and, and I love that, even though. You know, they could have given Chubb that, that third rushing touchdown at the end, but they stuck with uh, Hunt there at the end. Those bastards. And, I mean, God, if, if, if Chubb had a third touchdown, that would be insane. But just, but it was nice to see, especially because Chubb went, you know, end of first, beginning of second round in probably every draft. And then Hunt was – Hunt had high value this year. I know he was taken, I think, somewhere in the six to eight, I think, somewhere in there. And yeah, he was definitely a solid mid-round running back. And, and I mean, they they put up great numbers. Um, you know, Odell Beckham, he th- – this one intrigues me because, you know, so far this year going into the season and in week one and leading up to this game, I've been shitting all over Odell Beckham just because I feel that the name is sexier than the player now because this is what he does. He has one monster game. And by mo- – it wasn't even that much of a monster game, you know, for – Four catches, 74 yards, and a touchdown. But, you know, it, it's – I he, the talent is still there. It's just the quarterback play is really what's holding him back. So, I mean, again, same question with Mixon. If you're a Beckham owner, I mean, especially since he had a, he finally had a good game, do you keep him, you hold him, you cut him? You, you, you're try, are you seeking him in leagues? Like, what are, what are your thoughts on Beckham? You know, I, I've been a big Beckham honk to this point. You know, we, that was our big difference in the rankings this week. Was mm-hmm. you know, I had him at I had him at thirteen, and I just feel like I, I would hold on to him. I like what I'm seeing so far. The first game was obviously a bit rough, right? Everybody's kind of pissed off about that. Yeah. 
the second game here, you know, he had six targets, which led the team. They just didn't have a chance to throw the ball because they were pounding sand up this defense's ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're when you're running that good, the throws aren't. They're just not going to be there. You're not going to need to throw the ball that much. But I wouldn't sell. I wouldn't sell on Odell yet. I would hold Pat or stand Pat, if you will, mm-hmm. and and ride it out at least a couple more weeks because he is the best option in their throwing game. Yeah, talk by by a lot. Yeah, I mean, you know, Landry, three for 46. I mean, Austin, Austin Hooper is non-existent. Um, what was surprising to me, not surprising, I mean, A.J. Green, I think he looks great. Now, granted, he's not that elite, you know, guy that he was pre-injuries, you know, maybe five years ago. But, I mean, he only had three receptions for 29 yards, so that's a pretty sad day in terms of fantasy. But the fact that he had 13 targets, I mean – Joe Burrow is really looking his way. He was targeting him in the red zone. I like that a lot. Because um, my thing with A.J. Green, honestly, I would – not in Dynasty. I think his Dynasty value is pretty low with him being up in years and being injury prone. But in terms of redraft, he would definitely be interesting to me because I feel that there wasn't much draft capital put into him. You know you got him in the double-digit rounds anyways. But – I like I like that he's really throwing at him. I mean, in in two games alone, he's now had twenty four targets in two days. I'm sorry, two weeks. Yeah, and, no, and, you're, and you you're, like that. you're pretty spot on with that. I, I'm all about targets. I'm all about when, when you're seeing big time target numbers, double digit targets. Obviously, they're trying to they're trying to push that narrative. Mm-hmm. It's and you're right. It is a bit disappointing. You know, three catches, twenty nine yards. Is, it's a rough go, especially hearing the stat line of Burrow. You know, sixty one passing attempts, and this guy caught only three of them. Mm-hmm. But again, he is getting those tar. He's getting the target shares. Plus, you you just lost Uzuma. Mm-hmm. You know, who yeah, knows for how long? Yeah. yeah, he's so he's done for the year. I mean, I don't see Drew Sample, even though you look at his targets and his numbers, and it looks pretty good. But I would imagine that even A.J. Green now gets even more involved mm-hmm. well, that, in everything that's going on. Well, that's on. I, I kind of like, you know, Tyler Boyd looked looked like the receiver that he's been the last two years when A.J. Green's been down. You know, he's had uh, back-to-back years of having over 1,000 yards, being a top-20 wide receiver in fantasy. You know, seven catches, 72 yards, and the touchdown. So you like to see that from Tyler Boyd. Yeah, I mean, there's there's starting to get a little bit more fantasy-relevant, mm-hmm. you know, and again, it all kind of it all kind of boils down to Joe Mixon and whether or not he's going to be able to get that twenty carry a game, you know, hundred yard push, or if they're going to have yeah, to well, throw I mean, the ball sixty one so, times. So so far, Joe Mixon to me, I honestly, if if someone offered me him in a league, I I'm not that interested right now. I, I really wouldn't be. I just it, it looks like it looks like they're going to be a pass happy team, especially like you said in a game where they weren't even down. He threw it sixty one times. Then the or even in in the Charger game last week, they weren't even down that much. It was very close the entire game. He threw it thirty six times. So I mean yeah. they're they're throwing it. They're just airing it out. So I don't know. I I just I, I mean, it's really that's what you get when you have a quarterbacks coach 
who had a cup of coffee with Sean McVay, mm-hmm. and they were just like, you want to be the head coach here? And he was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but sure. Yeah, well, then, well, you know, obviously you're going to throw the ball. Being a college coach, too, where they just they huck the ball all over the field, I mean, that probably doesn't help, but. I mean, but you right. know what? It was it was a good game. It was nice to see, especially because sometimes the Thursday night games can be shitty. Um, I actually streamed the Cleveland defense because I was really hoping I can get that short week Thursday night, you know, <laughs> low-scoring game. Unfortunately, didn't pan yeah. out for me. I should have known because the Cleveland defense is garbage, but, you know. I figured it shouldn't I, be I, though. They've got they've got guys. They should be better than they are, but I thought I it's, it's Cleveland. I, 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 I thought they would have had a better defensive day, but all right. Moving on. Uh, before we do the breakdown of the remainder of the week two games, we're going to take a look at some news and notes from around the league. Starting off with the big one, George Kittle is out, which hurts. You know, I can I can only imagine fantasy managers around the leagues are just shitting bricks right now because if you have George Kittle, you probably don't have another tight end on your roster. So now you're thinking, like, you know, who, who's available out there? Um, who can I stream? Um, yeah. I mean, me personally, I would probably look at, like, Chris Herndon, especially with, uh, I mean, bonus news fact, Jamison Crowder is not going to play in week two. So maybe those, ta- you know, so he'll be looking that way. Um Maybe even, uh, God, who else? I mean, uh, what's it? Logan Thomas from Washington? He might be yeah. someone interesting. Um, yeah. But I mean, you're gonna, I, don't you're, don't sleep on a guy like Greg Olson. He's not owned in a lot of leagues, and I just telling you right now, he's a good. He's gonna get a little bit of volume. Mm-hmm. Just in my opinion, I, I definitely can see him. I have him rated as my 14th best tight end this week. And I don't think he's really owned by all that many. Yeah, prob- you're, you're probably right. Um, you know, you could always look. Uh, let's see. Maybe O.J. Howard's available in your league. Um, yeah, like you're right, Greg, Ols- Greg Olson's only rostered in 30% of leagues, so he's available. He's out there. Um, maybe Jimmy Grandpa in Chicago. Uh, Jimmy Graham, 9% rostered. He had a touchdown last week. I mean, it, it, it's – it's going to be pretty slim pickings out there, but I mean, hopefully you can find someone to stream. Yeah. Um, but although on the bright side for San Francisco, Brandon Ayuk, Mr. Hadouken himself, uh, he he's looking like he's actually going to play on Sunday, which is which is nice. Um, especially Woo-woo! especially when the Jets secondary gave up 247 passing yards. Um, Oh, you know what? Actually, that reminds me. You could probably even go, maybe even go Jordan Reed for San Francisco with George Kittle out, Debo Samuel's out. Um, Jordan Reed, you know, I mean, if, if it wasn't for his head, you know, falling off, he's actually a very good tight end. You know, he's athletic as shit. You know, he's been, a, yeah. he's been an outstanding fantasy player um, when healthy. But w- would you be interested in, in Jordan Reed? Absolutely. I, I would jump all over Jordan Reed. I, I mean, you said it before. People forget how good he was mm-hmm. when he was when he was in Washington. When he was healthy, that guy was. It was like Gronk. Uh, I don't know Kells towards the end. Reed's name came up three or four years ago as like he's a top guy. Yeah, well, here's a here's a uh, in 2015, which wasn't that long ago. Although in football years, that's a lot. He only played 14 games, 
but he had 87 catches, 952 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, the guy's a stud yeah. when he's healthy. So so he's going to be given this opportunity, and I bet he does something with it. Yeah. He would be a nice little stream. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you're going to get the George Kittle vacancies. You know, obviously not all of them, but, you know, any little bit helps. Uh, moving on, Lane Johnson, right tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's expected to play on week two. I mean, Lane Johnson's a real difference maker on the offensive line. Um you know, yeah, that's that's big. I didn't I didn't hear that until now. Yeah, that that Washington uh, defense didn't they sack Carson Wentz like eight times or something ridiculous? Uh, yeah, last they, week they basically they tried to murder him. Yeah, so I mean, it'll be nice to see that. Plus, with Miles Sanders coming back into the, well, I'd say it's a huge it's a huge play for Miles Sanders. Big the time. fact that he's coming back, you know, and he's coming back. He said it himself. He's healthy. He's ready to rock and roll. Um, I mean, and especially with Lane Johnson coming back. I would see a nice little week from him, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, Alshon Jeffrey, he's still expected to be out against the Rams. Um, I, I just don't know why. I mean, it's probably because the money's obviously tied up in him. But I just don't understand why the Eagles just don't cut their their you know losses and just let him go. Or, I mean, I don't know what they're hanging on to him for. Just put him on IR. But not, not that three-week one. Be like, bro, you're going to be on that fucking eight-week one because. Yeah, yeah. Let him sit. Let him recover. You know. They also heard that the uh, the Eagles hosted Devontae Freeman. Yes. Today. So, which which I thought was kind of an interesting move. I mean, they've kind of got decent backups. Boston Scott has been okay. Uh, I forget who else the other guy is, but they've they've definitely got a couple of other pieces. Yeah. And now Miles Sanders is back. 100% healthy. I thought it was a bit strange, especially for Devontae Freeman, mm-hmm. to want to go into that, where it's like he could go anywhere that doesn't have a, a decent running back and probably be a starter. Mm-hmm. Like, why he's not in Jacksonville right now is beyond me. Yeah, well, I know in our Dynasty League, you're a Freeman owner, and you're like, he's... I'm he's, holding on to yeah, him. You're I'm like, waiting for this. You're like, he's going to the fucking uh, Jaguars. Just wait. But I guess they, they seem to be fine with Greg Robinson. Well, until he steps on his dick. Yeah. Um, let's see. Kenny Galladay, hamstring is still out week two against the Packers, which. Bastard. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge kick to the dick for Detroit. I mean, they were struggling last week against Chicago. And now to not have your number one receiver again. I mean, that I mean, look, look for upticks in Marvin Jones and TJ Hawkinson. But it's just, you know, that that really hurts the team. Yeah. Yeah, that's anytime you're missing a top five to top ten receiver, it's going to hurt, man. Mm-hmm. It's going to hurt. Uh, Brandon Cook's questionable for week two against Baltimore. <laughs> I mean, the, I, I think Houston is going to be struggling hard against Baltimore's defense. I mean, they got Will Fuller, which is nice, but that's it. I mean, you know, it, it's going to be tough sledding for, for Houston there. Uh, let's see. They're saying that Mike Evans is going to play week two against the Panthers. Um, so I guess that's good news for Tom Brady owners, Mike Evans owners. Um, Chris Godwin is still doubtful about Sunday, but they're saying don't, you know, sleep on him yet because there's still a chance. Um, Scotty Miller's is still available in a lot of fantasy leagues. So if he's available, pick him up. Woo woo, Scotty. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably going to play for me because Galladay is out in, in, in our Dynasty League. Yep. 
Uh, James Conner, they're saying he will play week two against the Broncos. So, to me, that lowers Benny Snell's fantasy outlook. So, they're honestly, this is a backfield that I'd want to avoid right now just because, you know, Benny Snell could have a productive day if James Conner doesn't take carries away from him. But I'm just, right. I'm just concerned that that's going to, you know, eat that up. Um, yeah. Just right now, you know, I, th- I think not having preseason games is really fucking people up because, you know, I'm just seeing all these injuries. Um, A.J. Brown, Tennessee Titans wide receiver, he's going to be missing week two. Yep. So co- maybe Corey Davis could repeat having a good game. I mean, we'll see. You're asking for a lot. I know. <laughs> uh, Devontae Parker, he's questionable for week two against the Bills. So that that's scary. Um, let's see uh, some, some bad news for Indianapolis. Good news if you're, a, I guess, a T.Y. Hilton or a Michael Pittman owner. But I'm sorry, not Michael Pittman, uh, Paris Campbell. But Michael Pittman, um, he had a toe incident in practice, so he might miss week two. And Jack Doyle. Uh, he, he said uh, Coach Frank Reich says it's too early to tell, but he could miss multiple games with his ankle injury. Eesh. So they're, they're just getting decimated too. Um, let's see. Henry Ruggs didn't practice Friday. Las Vegas Raiders rookie who looks like he's legitimate. Um, and the scary part about Henry Ruggs, and I mean I can also attach this to not, not in the same category, but Michael Thomas owners for New Orleans Saints uh, – they're the Monday night game. So you honestly, like if I, I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are, but if I was a Thomas owner, he wouldn't be in my lineup this week, even if he does play. Because if he does play, he's probably going to be a decoy. Yeah. And that's just, and, and you can't wait for, unless you own Emmanuel Sanders as well, <clears throat> I don't recommend, you know, keeping Thomas in your lineup right now. Unfortunately, you're going to have to look somewhere else. I, I agree with you. Uh, Cortland Sutton, he's a, officially a game-time decision, but they're saying he's still having a tough time trying to catch passes above uh, the shoulder line. So, like, Ches, it, you know, if, if Locke is hitting him between the numbers, he's fine. But if he's throwing it up above his head, which is where sort, which is, you know, Sutton can do that. I That's mean, his whole game. Yeah, uh, but, you know, you're saying he can't do what he does. So, yeah. Sutton, That's you're going to have to pivot from Sutton. And then last news I kind of want to wrap up with, which is I, I have no idea if they're printing money or using Monopoly money over for the Rams. But now Robert Woods has signed a four-year, $65 million extension, um, which, you know, they gave a $48 million extension to, to um, Cooper Cup. And then they gave a $105 million extension to Ramsey. And what was it last year to, or two years ago? They gave Goff an extension for a yep. hundred some million dollars. They signed Donald for. I think he was around a hundred million dollars or eighty million dollars or something like a lot of money, you know. And and I just uh, like Goff has a, okay right now this year, Goff is receiving a league high thirty six million dollar uh, cap hit in twenty twenty. So I'm not sure what's going on in L.A. I don't think they understand how salary caps work. I don't like who's in charge of their financials. This doesn't make sense to me. All I know is, I mean, they 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 signed Cooks. Also, you have to have money still on the books 
guaranteed. Yeah. They signed him for a decent chunk of change. And they gave a lot of money and to Todd Gurley. And then just let Gurley. him go. They gave money to yeah. Todd Gurley, and they let him go. So I have no clue. Like, somebody needs to be fired. All I know is... I don't is understand what's happening. I would gladly take a job in the Rams organization if they're just shelling out <laughs> money like that. Like, yeah. I don't know what you guys need me to do, but I'll do whatever you need me to do. Just give whatever. me some of that money. Exactly. Man. Yeah, so that's just crazy craziness. But, hey... Lock up your receivers. You lock up the best uh, – well, definitely a top five cornerback in the game. And then Goff, I don't know why they extended Goff. I, I don't know. I'm I'm not really a Goff believer. I think Goff has just been good with the system. I think he's a system quarterback, and it helps when you have good weapons around you. Because, I mean, I, I think ever since Gurley's knees kind of gave out on him and after that Super Bowl run, Goff just isn't quite – the quarterback that he looked like he'd be i mean we'll see i've got a share of him in our in our uh our long-term league that we've got here i'm thinking that yeah i'm thinking that he'll be okay i it's just that system hasn't changed you know the system that he was found greatness in is the same system that he's in now I can I can see him still with these weapons that he's got in Cup, in Woods, in Higby, you know, in possibly Acres. We'll see how that goes. You know, I know Brown's the guy right now, but he's got these weapons and he's got the time and the ability to grow with them. I wouldn't jump off of him yet. I do still think he's got some fantasy relevance. I don't think every game they're going to be up and be able to run the ball like they did last week against Dallas. All the time. Yeah. They're going to be down at some point because the reality is is they've got Ramsey and Donald on defense. Name a linebacker from them. Go ahead, I'll wait. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, they don't have that great of a defense. I just feel like that's a match made in heaven, a bad defense and a quarterback who throws the ball decently with some weapons. Uh, Matt Ryan and the Falcons is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. Um, well, with that being said, that'll wrap it up for news. Let's uh, let's take a look at the remainder of the Sunday game. So if you guys haven't listened to last, our last episode where we broke down the AFC games, so go check that one out if you want to hear the AFC games because now we're going to break down the NFC games. So first up, I'm going to start us off with the New York football Giants taking on the Chicago Bears. Um, Daniel Jones, he actually had a – pretty decent outing against a very good Pittsburgh defense. <clears throat> Chicago defense isn't quite as good. I mean, at least you think they But they're be. close. They're close. But they're close. But I, I think Daniel Jones is a decent play. Um, I got him at quarterback. Actually, I got him pretty low. I got him at 24. But, I mean, who knows? Stranger things have happened. Uh, I mean, I've got him at 23, and, and I think that – it's kind of one one game at a time with him. Let's just watch how he progresses this year. I know that in a redraft league, that's real hard to get behind. But I, I think in a dynasty, especially if you've got him, you just keep watching this progression. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's I, gonna, I, I think it's going to get better. He's got weapons to use. You know, he's got one of the best running backs in the game. They need to get him going a little bit more than last week. Mm-hmm. But they've got weapons at receiver. They've got one of the fastest tight ends in the game. Get him more involved, you know, please. I have no shares of him, but I think he's a great player. Oh, there you go. Uh, we got Mitch Trubitsky on the other side of the ball. 
I got him one spot ahead of him at 23. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I'm not a Trubitsky guy at all. I'm just not a fan. I, I think, like, kind of like, yeah, he had a great outing against Detroit last week, but that's what he does. I just, I mean, if he has another good week, they, he actually has a pretty soft matchup. So, I mean, he has some stream ability. He's facing the Giants this week, taking on Atlanta next week. But then he's facing the Colts, the Buccaneers. So that those are some tough matchups. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. Personally, I still don't think he's rosterable. I just I, I don't have a lot of interest in him. But Especially because yeah. I, 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 I'm still not sure he's going to be the starting quarterback for this team come the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I had a feeling that if Foles was the starter at the beginning of the year, that Trubitsky would end the year as the starter and vice versa. So Trubitsky's a starter right now, but then – you know, come the end of the year, it's going to be fulls. Um, yeah. And and I am I'm right there with you. I just I feel like he, he didn't make my top twenty five this week, and it's another one where I have to see how he does mm-hmm. on an, at least two or three more games before I can even jump on this. Yeah. But uh, moving on to running back here on the same team, I got David Johnson at running back eighteen. You mean David Montgomery? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, David Montgomery. My fault. Yes, David Montgomery at number eighteen. I, I definitely am kind of I'm drinking the Kool Aid a little bit mm-hmm. with David. I'm I'm thinking that they do want to give him the ball. You know what I mean? He's he's come back from this groin injury, and I can see him. I can see him at least finding the end zone in this game, which I think is going to be huge. Yeah, I I can see that. I got David Johnson. Oh God! See, look now I did it. I got David Montgomery. <laughs> look what I've done. I got him down at twenty five. So I mean, he's in like the running back two. I mean, he's got some upside. You know, the the Giants' defense doesn't scare me, especially because a guy named Benny Snell ran all over them last week. Yeah. And David Montgomery, albeit not the greatest running back, but he's probably better than Benny Snell. Um, and I think you're right. I think they might lean on him a little bit more this week, especially if that groin's feeling a little bit better. You know, May went home, rubbed it out a little bit. But, I mean, he had 13 <laughs> carries last week. He had three targets last week. So I think he'll be, you know, I mean, if he's on your roster, you're going to play him. Exactly. Um, Tariq Cohen, I wouldn't play him even in a flex. Just, you know, given his production last week, I just wouldn't trust that at all. Agreed. Barkley, good at football, not a whole lot to say. I got him at seven this week. I mean, he's definitely going to have a bounce back. Again, if if uh, Adrian Peterson, who's, you know, 500 years old with a million miles on his legs, can run for – I think he ran for almost 100 yards against Chicago. Saquon, sure Saquon Barkley, I mean, you know, don't panic because he had a bad week last week. He's going to be outstanding. I agree. I've got him at six. There you go. Um, wide receivers, Allen Robinson. I I love the talent. I just want to see more out of him. I got him at 11 this week just because the Giants defense doesn't scare me. Um, Anthony Miller, I got him – He's in, like, the 30s just because, I mean, he doesn't get the production quite. I mean, okay, and it's hard to shit on him because he had the touchdown in 70 yards last week. But, I mean, it's still Allen Robinson's. He's still the guy. He just didn't get into the end zone. He had more time. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson's going to be pumped the ball. Yeah. If you, if you look at Anthony Miller, they're not going to pump that guy the ball. No. He's going to catch the one-off, lucky, like, oh, shit, he just caught a 70-yard bomb. And that's what Anthony Miller's going to be to me. Mm-hmm. Allen Robinson, I've got him at nine. 
you know, very similar to what you have them. They're going to pump him the ball. Yeah. Uh, Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, they said might actually be able to suit up for this game. I think Sterling Shepard actually has a bounce back this week. Uh, he, I mean, he was targeted six times last week, which is nice. But uh, Slayton got the two touchdowns. I, I'm, I, I, I know Slayton had a good end of last year, but I want to see more consistency from it. Shepard has had, you know, he's been when he's healthy, he's had some great rapport with uh, with Daniel Jones. So I, I, I think Shepard has a bounce back game. I mean, he'll probably have a similar stat line in the six targets, six catches. I, I think he has more than 47 yards. I'm, I put him in like 65 plus. Maybe gets into the end zone, but I, I you know, I, I just, I, I think it's still going to be a Saquon Barkley game. I got Shepard at my wide receiver 30, um, and then I got Slayton in the 40s, um, just because I don't know, like, like Slayton to me is just kind of like a boom bust kind of guy. Yeah. So. I mean, he caught two touchdowns last week. I just look. I guess I look at Slayton as he's the best option there. Um, but I have this weird feeling, and I wrote him down. Golden's taint is going to be. He's going to have a game. I've just got this weird feeling. Assuming he plays. Assuming he plays, I, it's something. I don't know. I feel it deep inside me. <laughs> I, I, he's going to be good. I'll take that. Um, Evan Engram, He's allegedly still healthy. I think. I got him at tight end 13, so obviously if he's in your rock. I mean, but if you if you drafted Evan Engram, you're starting him. So it's just. I feel like that's the case for any tight end. For the most but part, like yeah. Yeah, you're not going to go out and stream tight ends. That's a ter- that's a terrible game to play. I'm, I'm getting to the point now where it's kind of like, man, just get rid of this position. Add another flex. And if you want to use one, use one. Yeah, well, I, 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 I'm getting over the, this tight end shit. See, that's I, I actually think that the tight end slot should be a wide receiver tight end flex. I mean, because if, if you don't have Andrews, Kelsey, Kittle, you really don't. And you don't play. have shit. Yeah, you really don't. I mean, because now it's made me starting to rethink my draft strategy and redraft leagues. Like, maybe I should spend up on a Kittle or – you know a Kelsey just to make sure I get that good position because it's just it's so like I said it's those three guys and everyone else and it's just it kind of sucks but moving on got the uh, Atlanta Falcons taking on the Dallas Cowboys I I think this game's gonna be huge scoring I mean I I think Vegas had this one at over under at like 56 holy shit yeah so I mean it's going to be Actually, let me see if I can get the. But I mean, Matt Ryan, he's, you know, obviously Matt Ryan's good at football. I got him up at quarterback eight this week. He had a great day against the uh, Seattle Seahawks last week in terms of fantasy. I think he threw for what three touchdowns. So uh, actually, I got the stat right here. Matt Ryan last week, uh, yeah, four hundred fifty yards. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, correction. He had four hundred fifty yards and two touchdowns. But I mean. You like you like, I mean it's Matt Ryan. You, 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 you're gonna start him. Look, I've got I've got both of these quarterbacks in my top five. Yeah. I've got Prescott at three, and I've got Ryan at five, and it, and it's gonna be another shootout, as I think all Atlanta games are going to be. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I got Dak. Dak's my quarterback four. So I mean they're they put up points. It, it, that's just yeah. what they do. 
Uh, Zeke, good at football. He's my running back one this week. I mean, it's just, it's Zeke. It, it's There's not much to say about that. Yeah, I've got him at two, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah, um, Todd Gurley, I just – he had a touchdown last week, but that saved his fantasy day. I mean, I still think you can start him. I got him at running back 24. I just uh, – I mean, just like I said, his production wasn't very good. I mean, 14 carries, 56 yards. Like I said, just happened to have that that goal line touchdown. But um, you know, it, he he he's safe for now, I guess. He's he is he is all he is all script game script dependent. Correct. If they if they get behind, it's real hard to say. Yeah, yeah, Todd Gurley is a great play. But if they if they can at least score early and maybe be up for a quarter or two, you may get a little more than 50 yards. Because I thought he looked pretty good. He still looked somewhat explosive to me. Yes, the touchdown saved his day, but I think as a whole I saw positives from Todd Gurley. And I've told you before, I'm the Todd Gurley honk on this show. Mm -hmm. I love him. I've got him at 16. There you go. Um, Let's see. We also got the wide receivers. Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, um, you know, I obviously I don't think Calvin Ridley's going to have two touchdowns every week. I mean, being a Calvin Ridley owner in a couple leagues, I would love that, but I I just don't. You know, it's still Julio Jones's team. I mean, Julio Jones had a great game, nine for one fifty-seven. Um, I got Julio all the way up at wide receiver five. Um, I got Calvin Ridley at nineteen. You know, if you got those, if you have either of those guys, you're going to play him. Russell Gage is kind of interesting to me. I think you can definitely flex him given his production last week, um, especially because yeah. this is going to be a shootout. Like, I actually have the Vegas odd right here. Um, they have the over-under on this game at uh, 50. So I, I, I stand corrected, but still, 50 <laughs> points. That's, uh, that, that's, quite a, that's quite a day. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got Julio Jones at two. And listen, I kind of – Calvin Ridley kind of stuck it in my ass last week. I didn't even put him in my top 25. He must have gotten wind of this and went out and scored two <laughs> touchdowns. So I'm going to overdo it this week a little bit, and I'm going to put him at wide receiver seven. There you go. <laughs> a lot of it is because I feel like they're going to they're gonna be down because mm-hmm. I think Dallas might have one of the best offenses in the league. Oh, 100%. So you you just look at that and you think, okay, he's either going to find some end zone or at the very least catch nine to ten passes again because mm-hmm. they're going to be down. Oh yeah, I mean that's just that's just the easiest way to look at it. And then on the other side of the ball, um, where do I have him here? Amari Cooper, I have at wide receiver six. I mean, the guy's a stud, man. When when he's on, he's on. And I've got Gallup is right outside my top twenty-five, but moving up because I'm not. What's is Cooper gonna go? I know he was banged up a little. Yeah, bit, no, he? they they said he's going to play. So, but, but Gallup is moving up my board simply because if he doesn't play the whole game, which has been kind of one of his mos, mm-hmm. Gallup would definitely be the guy, and definitely look out for CD Lamb. Yeah, I got I got Cooper at uh, seven. And I got Gallup at 27. So, I mean, you're definitely playing both those guys. CeeDee Lamb, I got him in the 40s, but you could 100% flex him out. I, again, yeah. the, I mean, like I said, and Vegas is rarely wrong. And the fact they got the over-under at 50. Um, actually, if you look, even MGM, they have it at 53 and a half. 
So, I mean, it's just, this, this game is just going to be hell. raining points. And like I said, Vegas is rarely wrong. Um, I have no interest in any of the tight ends in this game. <laughs> um, listen, who is the tight end in Dallas, first of all? It's a guy it's named da- Schultz. Uh, yeah, Schultz. Schultz? Dalt- yeah, okay. Dalton Schultz, which... Don't play him. No, don't even roster him. It, there's, nah, there's, he, he shouldn't be rostered. Like, and then uh, I've got Hayden Hurst at seven, and that's strictly on this game script where I think they are going to have to be throwing. I didn't see very much from him last game in a game where they had to throw the ball a million times to even somewhat stay close. There you go. Moving on. I'm hoping he can get it done. Yeah, moving on, we got Detroit taking on Green Bay. Um you know Matt Stafford. I just I had to. I have him low because of I. I thought I had a feeling that Galladay was going to be out, and it's it came to fruition. So I got Stafford all the way down at twenty one. I mean, if you if you have him on your team, I would probably try to see if I could stream someone. You know, I would I would see if like Gardner Minshew is available, or even a. Uh, I mean, let's see who. Who would be a team that would roughly have, who would have a quarterback available? Like I said, Gar- Gardner Minshew's probably out there. I would I would probably even stream Mitchell Trubisky over him. Um, if Kirk Cousins is available, I would take Cousins. Ryan Tannehill, if he's available, I'd take Tannehill. I, I mean, I could I could probably list a bunch of you know I almost like I, said, I got him all the way in the twenties, so I could name a bunch of quarterbacks I'd play over. Him. Yeah, and I have him at twelve this week. Um, I was expecting Galladay to be back though, and I thought he was gonna have to. He was gonna turn it on, so uh, he's gonna drop like a like a stone. Yeah. Here, I mean, you you lose Galladay, and uh, you're throwing the ball to Danny Amendola. Uh, who else do they have? To Swift. They're just gonna hand the ball to Peterson, and it's not gonna work out because Green Bay's defense can be pretty stout. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you can only. Do that. So, other side, Aaron Rodgers, good at football. I got him at quarterback. Actually, I have him as my quarterback. Let's see, five this week because <laughs> I, I think, I mean, he had a great. He's quarterback three right now. He had an outstanding day against Minnesota. Detroit's defense. Detroit's defense is actually not as bad as Minnesota's because Minnesota's defense is decimated with injuries right now. But I just, he's going to be good. <laughs> it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Detroit's defense isn't as bad, but they also let up three touchdowns to Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, I got I got Rodgers at four for all the same reasons you just said, and I just think he's going to have another game. You know, I I actually almost had Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback one this week, but because of you know Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson, he like he's going to be like at highest four. But I really like Dak Prescott this week, so I got him at five. Yeah, uh, running backs. You know, I, I guess Adrian Peterson's technically the starter, but this is going to be a tough one. DeAndre Swift, it's just, again, it's just tough to really play any of these Detroit running backs. Um, and, and, and actually in a league, in a dynasty league, I actually just dropped on Johnson because I think he's, I, I mean, it, it hurts to say, but I think he's unrosterable now. It, it's just... He's falling behind. It's definitely it's definitely hard to to hold on to him. I know I've got him in in my dynasty league, and I, I was looking at him today. I was having a real real one on one conversation with his picture, <laughs> just going like, "Listen, dude, I don't really know what to do with you. 
you can't play. Like you're just not you're just not getting it done. I don't know what else to do. I left him on my roster, but we're probably going to have many more discussions like that in in coming weeks. Um, Aaron Jones, he's going to have an absolute day. I got him as my running back eight. I mean, he's just he's good. He's fine. Yeah, I've got him in, in, at running back ten, and I think it's you know it's his backfield. We learned that last week, mm-hmm. and he's going to keep it. He's going to keep running that ball. Uh, Devonte Adams. You know he's my he's my wide receiver one this week. I mean he's just, I mean the the guy, the guy had two touchdowns and 156 yards last week, and like 17 targets. Yeah. he's my court. He's my wide receiver one too, and it's not it wasn't even close. Yeah, and then um, Adam Lazard, Marcus Valdez Scanling. I actually think you can play all of those guys. Um, I have I have them in like the 30s. And, and stuff, but it's just you could play them. I, I, I really feel that you could. I mean, at the very least, they're all they all have some flex appeal to me this week. Agreed. Uh, Marvin Jones, you know, by default, he's the number one receiver. I got him at thirty three. So I mean, you can play him, but again, it's just going to be tough because if he's their only receiver right now. Because I, I don't like Danny Amendola. I, I, he's he's old. I think he's garbage. But, I mean, I, I mean who knows? Like, just because I said that and I put that out in the universe, he's going to have two touchdowns and 100 yards. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. But, I mean, exactly. just Ma- Marvin Jones would be the only one that I would play in terms of their wide receivers. But he, even then, to me, he's more of just a flex option right now. Yeah. And, and I mean, really, it shapes up to it's going to be a, another Hawkinson day. Mm-hmm which, you know, was last week. He played pretty good. And I will say this for one one little deep dive here. Quentin Cephas, they targeted him over ten times last game. I know most people have no clue what I just said. Probably sound like some STD. Listen, Quentin Cephas is a guy out of Wisconsin. He was a stud in college. They're going to if, – if Galladay doesn't play, Cephas will have a day. <laughs> and I think that's what it's that's what I'm looking at here, and I I just have a weird gut feeling about him as well. There you go, Hawkinson. I got him at tight end seven. I mean, he had a good day last. He had a good game last week, and they got to throw to somebody. So exactly. Uh, moving on, we got the Rams <clears throat> take, taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Jared Goff. I mean, got the weapons, but I got him all the way at quarterback sixteen this week. I mean, Philadelphia. Yes, they did get beat by the Washington football team. But uh, <laughs> but I just I Goff didn't look very good against Dallas, and I know Dallas's defense isn't that great, but they're also not that bad either. I think Philadelphia's defense is going to be a little bit better than Dallas's defense. So just and they're on the road. I think it's just going to be a, a now. I have Woods and Cup in various fantasy leagues, so I pray that I'm incorrect. <laughs> and I have right. and I have Higby, so I have a vested interest. But I just I have him I have him at sixteen this week. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got Jared Goff and Carson Wentz really close to each other. I have Goff at fourteen, and I've got Wentz at fifteen. And I just think that it's I don't know I'm not sure I I feel like they're gonna have a little tit for tat. I can see Goff having just a smidge better of a day. You know, Wentz, he just doesn't have the receiver help mm-hmm. that he needs. Now, he's got great tight ends, but that the, the lack of receiving 
help is the difference. Yeah, in this one. because of what you just said, I got Wentz all the way down at eighteen. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can play him. I'd rather not because I mean, Dak Prescott, who has legitimate weapons, didn't have that great of a fantasy day against the Rams. Um, Rams backfield: Malcolm Brown, Cam Akers, uh, Daryl Henderson's. They're saying is pretty healthy now. I wouldn't play any of those guys. I mean, if I had to play somebody, it'd be Malcolm Brown. But even then, I I have Malcolm Brown as my running back 22. Which, so, I mean, he's in the RB2 range because he had two touchdowns, 18 carries. But I just I don't know if Cam Akers is going to take away from him because Cam Akers had 14 carries last week. And then with Daryl Henderson being healthy – I mean, it's just it, this backfield's looking like it's going to be a mess. I mean, if if Malcolm yeah. if Malcolm Brown has the backfield to himself, I like him a lot more. But um, like I said, I, I got I got him in the twenties right now. Yeah, I've got him at twenty three, and and I'm not real comfortable with it because I mean, I think Acres is their guy. He's the one that they want to give the ball to long term. It's it's almost getting to that point. Anytime there's a three headed monster in the backfield. It's just weird. Like it's just odd. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like a weird, odd week, week in and week out. There you go, uh, Miles Sanders. I got him up at running back nineteen. Um, I mean, with the injury, I I wanted to have him up a little bit higher, but with, you know, with with him, just being banged up, missing last week, I just I get kind of worried about that. I think the talent is there, um, you know, because Boston Scott doesn't scare me and Corey Clement doesn't scare me. So it's his backfield, but it's just with the health with the health concerns, I got him in the teens. Yeah, I have him just outside my top twenty-five. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't sure about the injury coming in, but now that hearing he's ready to rock and roll, hey man, I mean, I have him at twenty-six as of right now, but the sky's the limit. Yeah, uh, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, I, you know, it's funny. I I think, I mean, they're good fantasy. And I mean they're good. They're good real life wide receivers as well. Um, I got Woods at my wide receiver ten, and I got Cup at fifteen. Which I, I just I hope that I'm correct because you know like I said I got Woods and Cup in various leagues, but I just uh, I'm not sure. I I think I might be too high on them, but I hope I'm. I hope my my ranking is correct, but my gut is incorrect. <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, I've got the Money Brothers at uh, Robert Woods at ten, and I've got Cooper Cup at nineteen. And uh, I mean, the offense will the offense has always the opportunity to go off. Mm-hmm. This offense, you know, Sean McVay, that's what they do. That's what they've proven to be capable of. So I think that uh, you know maybe the money is is this great incentive. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see what happens this week. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, I I mean, I know he's like the de facto number one there. I don't like that he is. I I have him in the 30s just because I, I just don't know where that's going to be. Jalen Rager, same thing. I got him in the 30s. Actually, no, that's a lie. I have Jalen Rager in the 40s because it's just I, you know, they're banged up. I, they go through the tight ends. And they're gonna, and then with with Sanders and Lane Johnson coming back, I think they're gonna be running more this week. 
Yeah, I'm going to just gloss over those Philadelphia wide receivers or lack thereof. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and uh, and I'm going to say we've got uh, Ertz at five, and I've actually got Dallas Godard at eight for my tight ends there you because go. I think that they're the weapons on this roster. They're the only ones that are going to really be able to do anything through the air. You're essentially looking at a wide receiver one and a wide receiver two. That's fun. I actually have Zach Ertz as my tight end three and Dallas Goddard as my tight end four this week. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just I, the they're their wide receivers. They're gonna go through them. And then I like Higby still, even though he had a, a pretty quiet fantasy day. I still have him as my tight end ten. I mean, if you drafted Higby, you're playing him. Um, Gerald Everett is. They say he's healthy, but he's banged up. I mean, he's the tight end. So, I mean, you, you can play Tyler Higby. Uh, moving yeah. on, we got the Carolina Panthers taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater in his directorial debut for the Panthers didn't look half bad um, against the Raiders. But uh, the Raiders' defense is not as good as the Buccaneers' defense. So, with that being said, I got Teddy down at my quarterback 27 which to me feels a bit low but i just it's christian mccaffrey's team yeah absolutely i've got him at, i've got him at 24 and i mean you're teddy's a game manager mm-hmm. he's he's a game manager he's he's i said game manager he's a game manager he's gonna be getting the ball to mccaffrey and and hopefully getting the ball to uh, DJ Moore. Talking about Teddy Bridgewater, I play in a dynasty league um, that I had Teddy Bridgewater in. It's a super flex league, and for those listeners that don't know what a super flex league is, it means you can play any position as a flex, so you generally put another quarterback in there. Um, I was in desperate need for a wide receiver, and a guy offered me, and and a guy in the league needed a quarterback badly, and he offered me Calvin Ridley for Teddy Bridgewater straight up, and I took that trade, and I do not feel bad about it. Mm. That's sexy. <laughs> oh, it, it, I, I was very happy about that. Talking about That's sexy funny. quarterbacks, Tommy, terrific, Tom Brady. I actually have him at quarterback 13 this week. Um, granted, you know, not the greatest fantasy day, but not a bad fantasy day. He's actually quarterback 13 on the year right now. Granted, it's only been one week. But even with a banged-up Chris Godwin and a banged-up Mike Evans, I think with the combination of Justin Watson, uh, Scotty Miller, Mike Evans to a lesser extent. You got Gronk. You got O.J. Howard. I like Brady this week. The the Carolina defense isn't very good, you know. So I I, I just think I think Brady's gonna have a good week. Yeah, I got Brady at thirteen. Just same as you. I think he's uh, he's primed for a big one. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey very good at football. I got him at running back six. Not not much to say. I mean, you play. <clears throat> it's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I've got him at one. That shows you exactly where I feel about yeah. him. Ronald Jones, he's the starter for some reason. Um, <laughs> I have him I have him high just because he's technically the starter. I got him at 16, but I just I, I feel like it's 16, but the arrow's going down because Leonard Fournette now has another week of that offense under his belt. Um, I, and it's it's ultimately going to become Leonard Fournette's backfield. But for the time being, I, I think Jones is fine. I mean, he had 17 carries last week. But I think I think we might see closer to a 50-50 split this upcoming week. 
I mean, we'll see. I know they tried to really push the ball on Jones last week. Fournette had the he ran the ball what five times and he mm-hmm. got five yards. I mean, it was some bullshit yeah. number here. See, I think Jones, at least for another week or two, is going to be the guy here. Um, I mean, he rushed the ball 17 times for 66 yards. I, I'm okay with that. Like, if he could do that and get in the end zone, which, of course, he didn't, mm-hmm. th- that would be an okay fantasy day for me. I've got him at 19. There you go. Uh, wide receivers, <clears throat> DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore gets the bounce back, and I think Robbie Anderson's not going to have a 75-yard touchdown every week. Because, I mean, I was talking to a guy, and he was asking my thoughts about Robbie Anderson. And I was like, he had 114 yards and a touchdown. So, yes, on paper that looks good. But if you take away 75 yards of that 114, he has a 39-yard day. So, I mean, and I feel like that's kind of what Robbie Anderson, that's what he's been his whole career. Um, The only thing is, even though I think DJ Moore has a better day, he is the number one receiver on that team. Tampa Bay has a good defense. I know that Carolina is probably going to be behind in this, so they're going to throw the ball. But I still have him at wide receiver 26 this week. I just it, it's, I think it's going to be a, a, a tough day for Carolina, to be honest. Yeah, I, I can I can understand that. I've got DJ Moore at 11. There you go. Got DJ Moore at 11. Um, and I did not rank and I did not rank rank Robbie Anderson in my top 25. Um, I have Mike Evans as my wide receiver 17 because of the injury. Um, I would have a much high. I would have a much higher if I knew like for sure that he'd be he's a hundred percent and healthy. But because of that injury, I got him down a little bit. I had Chris. I had Chris Godwin just outside my top ten. But I mean, it's he's trending on. He's on the wrong side of doubtful right now. And so, I mean, they said that he got a limited practice in on Friday, which is good, but that's not great. So I just I I feel like you. If you have Godwin on your t- on your roster, do you keep him in your roster, or are you pivoting somewhere else? I mean, I gotta pivot somewhere else. This this receiving core has been a fucking grease fire since the season started. Here, you know, Evans the first week, and all of a sudden Godwin this week, and then you still get Evans splashed in there with, oh, he might not play, man. I, I don't like any of this shit. Mm-hmm. I have a real I have a real problem with these two guys. Like. If they play it and they're healthy, I've got Chris Godwin at, at eight, and I've got Evans at seventeen. But if they're if neither of them are playing, <sighs> I don't know, man. That, I'm jumping all over Scotty. That's funny that you said that because I actually have on my notes I put if Godwin's healthy, he's seven, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, and like I said, I have Mike Evans at seventeen. Yeah, we're but get out of my head. Yeah, man. I know it's kind of crazy. But Scotty Miller, I think he's a he's a sneaky play if if one of those guys are out. Um, the Carolina tight ends. I mean, Ian Thomas. I don't even recommend rostering him. Um, and then I love Gronk, but I think it's OJ Howard's show now. Um, so I, yeah. I I think you could play OJ Howard. Um, I think I I agree. OJ Howard actually made my list of tight ends. And Gronk did not this week. I, I was very unimpressed with Gronk this, in uh, week one here. Mm-hmm. And I think OJ, OJ's athleticism and, and overall talent, I think, is better than Gronk's right now. Yeah. And that's not to take anything away from, from the player that he was. Well, see, that's the thing. Gronk's, but I think you could argue that Gronk's the greatest tight end to ever play football. But absolutely. he's not that guy anymore. So Right. 
Right. Um, well, you made comments on that last week where he looks like a cancer patient. Yeah, it's weird. He, he like I said, looks like Tom Hanks in Philadelphia when he got AIDS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on, we got the Washington football team, <clears throat> Redskins. Redskins. Taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Dwayne Haskins is still a quarterback. Um, Gross. I actually have him as my quarterback 32 this week. <laughs> I just I, – I, I'm, not, I'm not sold on him. I'm just – I'm not. I, I can't. I just can't do it. I mean, he's 28. He's number 28 on the year. I just I don't like Dwayne Haskins. I I honestly don't even think he's a backup <clears throat> quarterback in this league. I mean, he's he's listed at 6'4", 230, but I swear he's he looks like Mike Tolbert out there. He's like he he looks like a fat little guy, but I mean, and I I, I mean, I I could be totally wrong, but I mean, the fact that, you know, he threw 178 yards and a touchdown. He rushed for seven times for seventeen yards. I just I don't know. I mean maybe I'm too hard on the guy. I just I don't And he's and he's the only one with a win in that division. I know, that's insane. Go figure that shit. Because now he didn't even make my top twenty five. He probably would be somewhere thirty two as well for me. Yeah. I, I I've never been I've never been impressed with him. Even coming out of college I thought, gosh, overrated. First of all, what Ohio State quarterback isn't overrated? Name a good one. That's the thing. I was thinking that the other day. I was talking to my my, my my buddy of mine about that and, and we were saying like you know how is it that Ohio State is always good in college but their quarterbacks are terrible in the NFL yeah exactly um, other side of the ball Kyler Murray I mean obviously you're going to play him I got him at quarterback six I mean Washington's defense is not good just I, I think Phil their back their back end isn't good because I think their front seven they yeah okay they, they, they are special they might have the best defensive line in football I mean you could argue well Definitely top five, top six, probably. But I mean, you can make a claim for the best. But they don't really have a lot of defensive backs, and I just think Kyler Kyler Murray has the ability to extend the play so well. And I mean, right. and and Arizona was rolling last week, and I think it's going to continue. I uh, I'm definitely in agreement with you. Uh, I've got Kyler Murray at quarterback seven. You know, the one thing about a a, a little. A little quarterback like he is, he's got this ability though to run around, mm-hmm. and he's gonna make he's gonna make these D linemen look silly, with maybe the exception of the Predator, uh, uh, Chase Young. But I just feel like uh, I just feel like he's gonna have these weapons. He's finally got man, he's got Hopkins, and that really really looked good last week. Oh yeah, and I just don't think they've got the DBs to hang. Oh yeah, um, I I would play I would play Washington as a defense. Because I think they're going to load up on sacks, and if you could hold them to twenty-one points and get a shitload of sacks, you get eight sacks again. That's a beautiful day. Yeah, um, Antonio Gibson. They're saying that his role is going to get expanded um, because he's just better than Peyton Barber. Um, no, Peyton's a stud. I mean, what's funny is Peyton Barber had <laughs> he had two touchdowns last week, but and you're like, wow, he had a great day, but then you're like, no, he had seventeen carries for twenty-nine <laughs> yards. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's, it's awful. It's just it's bad. So, like, honestly, right now, I wouldn't play either of those guys. Um, I have them both in the 40s. So, I mean, I just I wouldn't play anybody until a clear-cut back wins that Agreed. job. Uh, Kenyon Drake, I am at running back 12. I just, I mean, granted, he had kind of a quiet fantasy day last week. I mean, he did have a touchdown. He's uh, running back 20 on the year. But, I mean, he, he's good. He's good at football, so. Yeah, I see Kenyon Drake. At, I have him at running back 14. 
I think Washington's front seven might be a problem for them. That D-line is, is going to be good. But uh, anytime you get spread out and they run a lot of four wides and do a lot of crazy shit and sometimes you can't keep guys in the box, mm-hmm. man, Kenyon Drake can run all over you. And I, and I don't know if he's going to be as successful as last week, but uh, I think 14 fit him just right. Yeah, there you go. Terry McLaurin, I got him at wide receiver 31. Um, Arizona's defense doesn't really scare me. And Dwayne Haskins does throw the ball at Terry McLaurin, so, you know, talent opportunity you know that that seems to give you good fantasy output yeah yeah i got terry at 14 this week wow and the reason i've got him so high is last week he was he was going he was covered by probably one of the most underrated players in the league and that's darius slay people hate on darius slay because he kind of got bounced out of detroit and you know he went to this team where kind of all these aging corners go to die Mm -hmm. which is philly but, man, I watched some film on him last week. He was covering him like flies on shit. Yeah. Like, he was – he just looked good. Terry McLaurin's not going to have that problem this week. Uh, you know, he's going to be seeing probably a lot of Patrick Peterson, who has shown a tendency at times to to fall behind and get a little torched, make a little a couple misreads. I just see uh, – I see a nice big day from Terry McLaurin, what, what everybody kind of thought – his boomer bust is. I think this week he might boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, other side of the ball, DeAndre Hopkins, probably the best receiver in football, if not you know top four. I admit my wide receiver too this week. I mean, he's outstanding. Yeah, he's he's one of the best in the league. I got him at wide receiver four. Yeah, I mean he he first game with Kyler Murray, he looked at him sixteen times, and he turned that into fourteen catches for one hundred and fifty one yards. I mean, he's just. And he almost had a touchdown. He was taken down at the one-yard line. So, I mean, you, yeah. you put a touchdown on top of that day, I mean, it's just he's still the guy. Christian Kirk, Larry Fitz, um, you know, it actually ma- it breaks my heart because in the Dynasty League I actually had to drop Larry Fitzgerald because I just I, – I think it's done for him. I mean, he, I think he's great for the team in real life, but, he, you know, he's not Larry Fitz from, like, the Super Bowl – Cardinals and then Christian Kirk I know he was held to just one catch for zero yards um I think he'll be okay I have he has some flex appeal to me um I mean I have him in the high 30s low 40s so I mean it's just uh, it's not gonna happen every week where he has literally one fantasy point yeah yeah um let's see the tight ends uh logan thomas to me um he has some stream appeal he had a touchdown last week i actually have him at tight end 16 so i mean like i like we were talking about at the beginning of the show if you're a uh george kittle owner you know you might want to look at like the logan thomas um area yeah i definitely agree with you there logan thomas uh i mean i'm not a tight end guy Considering I played tight end at football, you think I would be, but yeah. in fantasy football, I just have a hard time yeah. liking anybody out of my top four. <laughs> yeah, moving on, but. we we got New England taking on Seattle. Vegas actually has this one at an over-under of 44, so actually I, I don't think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. Um, but, I mean, with that being said, I think Cam Newton, he showed that he still has some fantasy football chops. I actually am at quarterback 15 this week. Um, I just I think he'll be okay for fantasy. Yeah, I got Cam Newton at 16. I don't think he's going to get 
to run the ball like he did last week. But I definitely think he – it's almost a given that he scores one rushing touchdown a week. Yeah. I feel like that's one thing he will do this year. Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson, I hate that they keep saying let Russell cook. I hate that phrase, but they're letting him do his thing, and um, I got him at quarterback three this week. I mean, he's just he's good. He's good at football. Yeah, I've got him at quarterback six, and only because he's playing New England's defense, which I think is is still one of the best in football. Oh yeah, I mean you could talk about that. Uh, James White, Sony Michelle, um, gross. Yeah, I just, uh, I I have Sony in the in the late thirties, and I I have uh, James White around the same place. I I actually thought James White would be used in a. Uh, Christian McCaffrey light type way because you know Christian McCaffrey was great I mean obviously he's a better talent than James White but I thought you know Cam Newton would use him like that but he didn't at least not not as much as you think he would but I mean you know you could probably flex James White in a PPR league but you know Sonny Michelle I think he's riding the pine yeah I mean at this point you know we said it we said it on earlier podcasts the best running back on this roster is Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Chris Carson. Uh, he had a great week last week, despite not getting a lot of touches. You know, he only had six carries and six catches, but that's all it took. He had two touchdowns. Um, I, I still think he's he's gonna have a good week. Um, I actually have him at running back nine this week. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I got him at I got him at running back seventeen. And again, I'm just I'm drinking the New England defense Kool Aid. I think it's it's just going to be tough. They don't give up the cheap shit. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like that, that's what I feel like Carson kind of got last week was you know he scored in the air twice. Like, I didn't even think he was their pass catching back. That's some of the stuff that I don't see happening against the New England defense. Actually, the like Bill Belichick defense. As, as you're saying all that, I realized I have Chris Carson pretty high. And as I'm looking at the names that I have around Chris Carson. I think I would probably actually drop him to the 13 to 16, somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, that's probably right where he lives at. Yeah, uh, wide receivers Julian Edelman actually had a pretty decent game last week. You know, he had seven targets, which isn't bad, five for 57. So, I mean, you know, didn't get the end zone, but I, I think it, it, it'll it come around for him. I mean, Julian Edelman shows to still be one of the best slot receivers in football. So, I mean, I still have him at uh, – wide receiver 16 i just i i think he i actually think he scores this week i i I don't think you know just miami plays new england very well for some reason yeah they that's kind of a historical they've historically done that yeah i've got julian edelman right outside my top 25 he didn't quite make the list um i just want to see the connection with cam grow a little bit more before i really buy in i mean at this point He's really a flex play at best mm-hmm. in my eyes, um, but that can all change depending on on how they grow together. Yeah, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, you're obviously going to play both those guys. I got Tyler Lockett at 14, Metcalf at 18. I still think Lockett's the number one receiver there, even though Metcalf's the big body, you know, um, like boom bust kind of guy. Uh, but you know. Metcalf, he did get the touchdown last week. He did have eight targets, which is nice, but he went four for 95 with a touchdown. You know, Lockett got the love, though, too. He had eight eight targets, eight receptions for 92. So I, I think they're yeah. both the safe play. Yeah, I've got I've got Tyler Lockett at 18, and I've got DK Metcalf at 20. And the reason I've got him so low is I actually think that 
that uh, Gilmore is going to lock down DK. I don't think he's going to follow Lockett around. See that? Yeah, that's why I have Lockett a little bit higher as well. Because yeah, I, I yeah, think I, I think Lockett can move around, be in the slot, do a little. He just does a little bit more than what you're going to get out of DK, who's kind of primed to just sit on the outside and and say, "Hey, fuck it, man, let's do this, Gilmore. Let's see really if you are the best DB in the game." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, I think he's going to find out that he is. But I still have him inside my twenty, just in case he gets you know broken coverage and catches a sixty-yard bomb. <laughs> yeah. But all right, well that was the that was it. That was the last game for Sunday. We're all we're all caught up on everything. So you know, hey, good luck to all you fantasy managers out there. Um, you know, hey, check us out on social medias. You can get us at FF Football Show on Instagram. At Filthy Show on Twitter, email us filthyfantasyfootballshow at gmail.com. Um, you know, hey, we're here to help you guys win championships. And plus, then, you know, shoot the shit, have fun. But hey, good luck, everybody. Thanks for listening. Good luck, guys. Bye bye.